Hello and welcome to Luke's Podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm also Luke. And uh, we're coming to you from a uh, snowy apartment. One would say a winter wonderland. One, okay, why did it get loud all of a sudden? Now the winter wonderland has messed with our software. Probably is the cold. This has been in my closet since Wednesday. Ooh. So. And now it's cold and it's mad at us for keeping it cold. I think it's just getting old too. This, this, um, this interface has seen better days. You know... I haven't experienced a snowy Martin Luther King Day in such a long time. So it is very snowy outside. It's very snowy. <clears throat> but happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to everybody. Remember, the banks are closed. Well, this you'll hear this on Tuesday, so they're now open. They were closed yesterday. Yes. Well, yesterday today. is today. But today is tomorrow. But tomorrow is today's yesterday. Tomorrow's a new day. Wow. Today is a gift. That's all, why it's called the present. When it all comes down to it. Ooh. Down to it. It being today. Don't go to the banks today. <laughs> but, you know, no, you, okay, if you're listening to this, don't go. But if you're somehow here in this apartment today, yes. Please make your presence known. Wait. Is there a ghost? That's not what I meant. What? I don't know. I don't know either. So today, <coughs> excuse me, I, I, have, I just have all this crud in my throat. It's been there for a week now. Oh yeah, I haven't gotten worse, but I've not gotten any better. I have like a like consistent crud coming up and down, but I have like this stinging pain in my throat. Hmm, well, that's no good. I mean, I feel like I have strep throat, but like my throat's fine when I look at it in the mirror. Yeah. So like I'm kind of scared. Did you look at the inside, like in your mouth, or just your neck? You know, that might be it. Okay, that might be it. Luke, why do you um, advise our listeners not to go to the bank today? <laughs> I'm just curious. So, so um, sometimes, uh, story time here, my wife will work at a restaurant. Don't put this on your wife. And no, no, no. This isn't her fault. I'm just <laughs> saying that she does this. She works at a restaurant, and as you know, if you've been to a restaurant, you give tips. I have experienced this. Yes, and s- most people do it in cash. And so she usually ends up with a lot of cash at the end of her night. Well, she worked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and so she racked up a sizable amount of dough, and she told me to deposit it. Um, but we both forgot it was Martin Luther King Day yesterday, and I forgot this morning. Today. Yes. Yesterday. Yes. <laughs> Whatever day you're listening to, I forgot on Monday, January 20th, 2020. There we go. And um, I went to Kroger to go to my bank, and uh, I was waiting in line, and I texted Luke, and I said, hey, I'm going to be late. Can we push recording this back a little bit? And I said, that's fine. I didn't think any of the banks were open today, though. (laughs) And it turns out, uh, when he texted me that, I looked up, and uh, I was in line to buy cigarettes at the customer service line. (laughs) Which you can do on Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, day. cigarettes are available every day. Buy, yeah, buy them any which day you want. But I don't advise it. No, but if that's what you're doing, I follow the Surgeons General and what they say. What do they say? Please don't. Okay. Yeah. Um. So just a little PSA: the banks are closed. It is confirmed. Yeah. But customer service at Kroger is open for y- business. Yes, and you can send money that will be received tomorrow. Excellent. So um, what we're talking about today doesn't really pertain to the particular holiday or date. No. But um, I do have a Martin Luther King Day story. Okay. Well, I was going to give a little segue. Okay. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. was obviously one of the biggest civil rights leaders of all time, especially the modern world. Yeah. And of course. So in one way, you could say he solved a lot of problems. Right? Right. He, he was a solution. Yeah, he was a solution. He at least provided solutions. Okay, yeah. Paved the way for solutions. And so, I'm not going to say in a similar way, but we are going to provide solutions today. We are answering <laughs> listeners' <laughs> questions. And I don't mean to equate this in any degree to what Martin Luther King Jr. has done for America. This is nowhere close. But it I'm just saying, <laughs> at its surface level... It is a similar 
problem solving <laughs> equation. We are not helping uh, an entirety of people. It, or anyone significantly. We're not, we're not changing the status quo. No. We're not uh, redefining history in North America for the better. But we like to think we might be contributing to someone's life. Someone near and dear to us. Not even necessarily positively, but contributing nonetheless. Not even negatively. Like neutrally contributing, if that's possible... We we are existing in someone's life. We are like drinking water. That is a necessity. Dang it, that's a positive. What's a uh, what type of food is like in between? Celery. Celery we is talked a, about this before. But but you also like you uh, lose you lose calories. Yeah. Um chewing gum. Yeah. You you don't lose calories. You don't gain calories. There you go. Actually I think there are calories. And you probably do lose because of all the chewing. How many so calories are in gum? Like five per piece. Oh, dead gummit. Um, gummit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anybody who's a science person out there, how many calories do you lose chewing gum? Hit us up. That's a question we have for you yes. to start this off. Since we're helping you out so much, <laughs> come on, this is a two-way street. You got to help us out. Um, yeah. We, yeah well, this, isn't, this is give and take. You got to give us questions so we can answer them. Exactly. And we'll give you a question. You can answer it. But before we get to this, we want to let you know that Luke's podcast is sponsored. I'm just kidding. Is it sponsored by Big Lots now? Yeah, I, I hope so. We're sponsoring Big Lots. Yeah. I yeah. think that although we didn't necessarily like most of their products, yeah. um, I think it's, it was still good advertising. It's critical feedback. People are thinking about Big Lots now. We've gotten the brand yeah. in front of people. Yeah. And the, I think that's what really matters. Their Fresh Finds brand. Big Lots, you owe us in sponsorships. I'll take it, man. Dude, that twenty two eighty three, that'll pay back that entire episode's budget. I, yeah. that w- we, would, we would profit. I think that's our most expensive episode to date. Unless you count the one that we had to pay $100 for a SoundCloud membership in order to put out. Oh, uh, yeah. But I don't, I don't, no, I don't No. What I was going to say, though, before we begin our Solving the World's Problems... What I would love to hear your Martin Luther King Jr. Day story. I do have a story. Uh, so, I don't know if it's a good story, but it's a story. I can always edit it out later. You can. So, and then it goes blank. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so now on to the questions. <laughs> so, our school, my college, uh, since Martin Luther King Day is the first day off of the semester, they started this initiative called um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. A day on, not a day off. And so they make you do uh, like volunteer work in the name of the school. So it makes the school look better. Because the community around our school in the small town of Blue Mountain doesn't necessarily, necessarily like the fact that the school is basically buying up all of the property in the town. And it kind of feels weird to them. So um, they always make you sign up. But this is why it's a bad story. None of us ever did anything. So it was just a failed attempt at yeah, creating a significant service day, essentially? Yeah. Like, okay. the only people that ever did anything were, like, sports teams. Because they had to. Yeah, because they were required. Yeah. If they didn't, they had to be sick or dead. Because even the ones that with injuries, like a broken leg, they came in. Hmm. And they just sat there and were like, this is service. Here I am. I don't know the rest of this. Serving again. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thanks you for sharing that story. You should edit it out and just put that part there. And be like, if you want the story, <laughs> sign up to our Patreon. <laughs> I would if we had a Patreon. Let's make a Patreon. But since we don't, I'm probably not going to do that. Let's just make a Patreon way later and then put all the stuff that we said about Patreons in the Patreon. I like it. And then we could be like, hey, sign up to our Patreon. Announcing the launch of our Patreon, April 5th, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that on my calendar. So, uh, now that I'm done with my story. Yeah, riveting. <laughs> it had a climax, rising, and falling action. 
That's exactly right. Um, you want to start with the questions? I would love to start with the questions. All right. So we we put out, was it last Monday? Yeah, right yeah. after the show. Yeah, last Monday we put out a thing on my Instagram that said, uh, we need questions for a Q&A. Give us questions, please. And we said please, and you guys, some of you responded. You delivered. You did deliver. Um, you did not disappoint. And I definitely should have used a different picture. You didn't um, exceed expectations, but you didn't disappoint. You met them. Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that adequate? You're like a C student. Can't say adequate without saying quit. Boom. If it if it's hard, I quit. Unless, of course, you're saying adequate, how it's spelled, but no one, says it. no one says it. What We're are you, from England? Oh, <laughs> nerd. Shout out to all our English listeners. Yeah, all, all six of them in the British Isles. You think we really have that many? No, I don't know anybody. Probably zero. I actually know one person, but I don't remember her name. Her name was Megan. That was it. Anyways. What's up, Megan? Um, the first question. I think it's for me. I think the first so I can't answer it. You can answer it, okay. but I think the first three questions are directed at me. Well, naturally, as it's your Instagram and well, your friends. Well, I also put the wrong. I put a a picture I shouldn't have. <laughs> it w- it wasn't risque or nothing for the listener. Yeah, no, no, no. Rest it was assured. It was just me and Luke. It wasn't controversial. Luke was dressed as the uh, villain from Rescuers Down Under. That's really what you look like. But he was uh he was supposed to be an Australian man, because that is what all of them look like when they're at home. That's right. And um I was in a kangaroo onesie. With a Joey. And we had a kangaroo in between us. <coughs> From Outback Restaurant. Yes. Shout out to Outback. Sponsor us. Sponsor us, please. We would like free shrimp on the Barbie. If you say it like that, they really want it. Wow. All right, first question from Mary Hoffman. Oh, really? At M Hoffman two thirty. Is no. What's it like being a kangaroo? It's <laughs> a great question. You know what uh, was it like being a kangaroo? Like being in that thing. Yeah. <sighs> so the first time I wore it, I wore my jeans under it, and that wasn't a smart idea. It sounds like Chafe City, if you ask oh me. Oh, my goodness. Was it Chafe City? I had to wear jeans when we did the Christmas Spectacular, but I like put baby powder in there, so it was fine. Really? Yeah. I borrowed some. I'm not going to say from who. Yeah. My wife. Okay. Um, well, didn't need to know that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, man, it was hot. It was sweaty. The uh, The thing was like... like I'm too big. I'm like the thing was too big for my height, so I was too short for it, and it came down to my knees. It's just like you were in joggers, and that's in style. Yeah, but like the the like, like that is one hip kangaroo. The body like came to my knees, and I looked like Psy from like all three of his music videos. But like yeah, it's like the jogger look. I mean yeah, kind of. I kind of felt like it's a fashionable. like a general from World War One. Yeah, you got the little whip next to your yeah. side. <laughs> And then like is a monocle. A what is that called? The the like little like thing the that horse has like beater. Yeah, and it has like a, like a weird like loop on the end. Yeah, or it's just like it looks like one of those serving spoons on the end. Yeah, I think it's a whip, but it's called something else, like a whipple or something like that. Yeah, it's got to be sure. a different name. If you know, uh, put that in the questions this time. Yeah, so to our resident scientist who is <laughs> researching all of our questions, if you would uh, include that in your essay. We've been looking for a resident doctor now and uh we are taking applications for a resident custodian you don't have to do any janitor work you do custodian work excellent so mary i hope that answers your question it was hot sweaty and i didn't feel like a kangaroo at all i felt like a man what do you think it is actually like to be a kangaroo like how do you take me through the everyday emotional and mental capacity of being a an, a real kangaroo right. on the plains so of Australia. I feel like first thing you do in the morning is wake up. And then uh I think it takes you about like 20 seconds to get up. And then at that time, how you're not are you how do you sleep as a kangaroo? I think they sleep on their sides. Like they have their, their legs side sleepers. Yeah, they have their legs out and their heads down. Mm, that's cute. I don't think they sleep on their tummies. I'm not sure. Cuz that would be like 
if you were like a mommy kangaroo, that would be like crazy for your Joey. Yeah. But that would also be good defense for your Joey. That's true. Uh, gosh. I don't know. Any kangaroos out there, tell us how you sleep. Yeah. Um, to our resident kangaroo, <laughs> if you just let us know. Um, and then I think right after that, they clean themselves. How? And th- they lick them. They lick themselves. I think they clean themselves like cats do. That's a that's a big old body though to be licking. I don't think they're cleaning their entire self. Yeah, but I mean, think of like the where the legs are. Like yeah, that's that's a dirty area, which mm. will need cleaning. So how do they? I don't know if they could bend all the way down there. I feel like they probably lick their hands and then clean their heads so that they like have no dust that's gonna get in their eyes and ears. I mean, this is just adorable to think about. And then they clean their joeys, mm. and then they get up. And they hop away, and they look for food. Yeah. And then they find their food, and they eat it, and then Joey eats it. And then they kind of just chill until they need to eat again. If it, don't they, uh, maybe on the weekends they're like, oh, let's go find a human to box with. Yeah, 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 Or they go, like, get a dog in a headlock. Right. And then a human punches them. Yeah. And they're surprised because they're like, we didn't start this fight. Wait the dog started the fight. Yeah. And then I think, um, you know, on, like, Thursdays, at the at the Outback Club, like it's a uh, it's kangaroo night, so kangaroos get in for free, and um, all cactus beverages are like fifty cents off. Yeah, so, you know, and DJ Koala's there, and he's he's bumping it. Really, I feel and like he's more of a slow jams kind of guy. But uh, he's 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 he does his slow jams, but he's got some bumps when he gets like really amped up when he yeah. has too many eucalyptus leaves. Right. God, they need to stop. T- they need to stop eating those. When he gets angry because he remembers his childhood moments of eating his mother's poo, Ugh. he's like, "All right, I gotta, gotta y- get that out of my mind." You know, that's his number one slow jam. I want my my children to eat your poo. Okay. It's really romantic in the koala community. Yeah, he it doesn't translate here. Sure, it also is in a different language than koala, where language. they go like, <laughs> "It sounds like that." Excellent. Yeah. So that is what it's like to be a kangaroo. Yeah. I also think kangaroos have lower taxes than us, because they don't own property. Australia's expensive, though. The yeah. uh, the exchange rate. Are the are the kangaroos like the hippies of Australia? Mm, I don't know if I'd go that far. They might be pretty conservative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're the rednecks. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they don't eat animals. That's I don't know. Yeah. They eat bugs. I don't know. Yeah. You want to go to the next question? Oh, of course I do. So from. No stop on this train. Hold on, I can't even read this. Who is this? Who uh, is this? Is that the question? No, I'm trying to remember who this is. Oh, oh. it's Hunter Westerland. Hey. Hey, Hunter. I don't know you. Uh, he he was one of my campers when I was a uh, cocoa camp counselor. And um, he's also one of my little brother's friends. That's awesome. He asked, is that your first suit? Your first suit? Yeah. Like kangaroo suit or just suit in general? Do you know what a fursuit is? Oh, your fursuit? Like for furries. I thought you said first. No, 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 no. I've had a suit before. Okay, see that? Is had a, many. That's a different question. I think I've had four. I know I used to own a tuxedo that fit me. Mm-hmm. I don't own one that fits me anymore. Okay. And I know I'm going to have to buy two more suits. Do you own one that doesn't fit you? I own a lot that don't fit me. Really? A lot of tuxedos that don't fit you? I think I own two. That's not really a lot. I can't remember. I mean, that's a lot for tuxedos. That's fair. I can't remember if my mom bought me the tuxedo I had to wear for that wedding I was a ring bearer in. I don't remember. Because if she did, I think she might have given that to somebody else. So I don't think we own that anymore. Right. That would make a lot of sense. But there is a tuxedo in my closet that I did wear like two or three times. I can't remember now I'm thinking about it. Do you ever like dust it off, put it on, go to the mirror and sing, What's new, pussycat? (laughs) (laughs) No. A little Father of the Bride reference there for you. I thought that was a John Mulaney reference. Mm, If if it is, he ripped off Father of the Bride. He has a a bit. It's what Steve Martin does. He has a bit where um, in one of his shows he talks about how uh, him and his friend, also named John, went to a diner and played What's New Pussycat seven times in a row. And it drove people insane. Okay. Well, that's a, that's not what I'm referring to. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I think of when I hear What's New Pussycat. Okay. 
Also, I know why these headphones come out of your ears all the time. It's I'm feeling it. Yeah. It's really weird. I don't know. It's just it's no fun. Ugh. So there but, you go. But, uh, Hunter, to answer your question, no. That's good. There we go. I think I think we got that one down. I think so. I don't want to dive deeper. No, I into don't that either. one. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Probably just move on. Yeah, the next question okay. is from uh, one of the students that I had this year, this past year, in, at this summer, this past summer. Yes. Just gonna keep saying uh, different periods of time. Yes. Measurements <laughs> measurements of seasons, if you will. Uh, it's from Peter Talolite. Would you like to know something cool about Peter Talolite? Would you like to say something cool? No, would you like to know something okay, cool? Okay, yes, because I can't say anything about him. The kid is an amateur blacksmith. That's awesome. Like, he made his own suit of armor. Dude, I got a dog from a blacksmith recently. Really? Yeah, and as soon as I brought him home, he made a bolt for the door. Where is he? He made a bolt for the door. Oh, you told me this joke. This is a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, thought you, I thought you were just playing wrong. I didn't realize <laughs> you didn't remember this. I said it probably 24 hours ago. <laughs> you said it like a ton. I said it once. You said it like four times. I said it twice in that room. In which room? The conference room. Oh, no, you said it. Um, but then I said it two more times like a couple months ago. Oh. So. You it's break this joke. joke out every f- couple months? Yeah, when I remember it. <laughs> when I find new people who haven't heard me say it yet. I always say the, the what's the difference between a piano and a tuna? Really? That's the one you always say? Well, because I think it's funny when you say you can't piano a tuna. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not tuna fish. That's stupid. That's stupid. <sighs> but, no, do, he he makes his own armor. It's super cool. That is pretty cool. He made a sword. Or it was a dagger. Peter, I'm sorry if I got it wrong. I was listening to you. What is a dagger but a smaller sword? Or a bigger knife. Or a dagger. (laughs) A what? A dagger. (laughs) Just say a dagger. (laughs) What's a dagger but a dagger? That's right. No, but he he also made his own suit of armor. I think he might almost be done. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I met a guy um, when I went axe throwing with my friend's work who uh, he had like a full, he was wearing chain mail. Really? Like a, not a dress of chain mail, but like, you know what I mean? That's like what it looked like. Like a, like, um, like a shirt made of chain mail? But it went down to like his knees. Oh. So, so it was like that thing that Frodo wears uh, that's made of mithril. Sure, sure. Okay, okay. And so just out of curiosity, I was like, where does one get chain mail? Yeah, and then he told me this website or whatever. I was like, okay. Then he was like, "Are you interested in purchasing some?" And I was like, "You have clearly misread my reasoning for asking you this." <laughs> it wasn't you didn't want to purchase. You yeah. just were like, "Where I'm, the heck I'm, do you I'm get chain?" Not trying to get in on this, but no. but thank you. Uh, I'm glad of I'm glad he had enthusiasm about it. Uh, you know, and someone else. I heard him ask the same question to somebody else. Yeah. Because I think someone else asked him, and he's like, are you interested in purchasing? And I was like, brother, no one. No one's interested in purchasing. Why did he have chain mail? Uh, I think he d- I think he did, like, LARPing and stuff. Oh. And so, he's like, oh, axe throwing. Like, this was appropriate to wear. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Because, like, if it hits it, it's not really going to go through it or at least block it. Well, we weren't throwing at him. I mean, yeah, but, like, you've seen those videos where people, like, throw the axe and, like, flies off. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. you never seen those? No. Do you want to? No. Okay. Maybe later. <laughs> I mean, not now. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little busy. Uh, yeah, we're doing a podcast. I'm a bit tied up. Right now? Yeah, currently, yes. You going to get lunch during this podcast? During this podcast? Yeah. Mm, I don't know if I can swing it. <laughs> Let's bring the podcast with us. That definitely won't work. Actually, I mean, it could, potentially. Theoretically. We it could take these podcasts on the go. It would be bad. We could get one of those things, like, that you plug in the car that has, like, actual plugs on it. Mm-hmm. And then we could take this podcast on the go. Beautiful. It's like, it's like Billy on the street. What's What was Pete's question? Oh, yeah. Are you a female kangaroo? What with a kangaroo? I think I don't need to put any more pictures like that. Maybe just one that doesn't include you. Yeah, I, maybe the, just the, maybe just the question. The picture I just posted had you in it. Excellent. So That'll draw the inquiry of others. Yeah, I also put a fun little gif. Ex- yeah, I saw you it. S- you saw the gif. Looks it like was the X Men. There's two guys going boom, 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 boom. You so you had a pouch. Yeah, and which a Joey. Yeah. 
Which, which would insinuate. Right. It would mean that I'm a female kangaroo. But, like, also, um, if we go back to 2006 and remember the cinematic classic that is Barnyard, the main cow was a male named Otis, mm-hmm. and he had an udder. And you could say, oh, that's different. None of the other male cows had an udder. No, his dad had an udder. And his dad was, like, voiced by, like, um, for some reason, I want to say, um, who's the guy who sang um, Tom Petty? I want to say Tom Petty, but it you wasn't. Can, you can say Tom Petty. It wasn't Tom Petty. It's because he's saying Richard Petty. No, it wasn't Richard Petty either. That's the king from uh, that other, Cars. That other Petty. Um, I don't know. There's another Petey Petty. NASCAR Petty, right? Isn't doesn't Richard Petty have a son? Patty Petty. Pooty Petty. Pudding. Pudding. Pudding Petty. Well, that was his nickname. Petty Pudding. That's what his mom called him. Petty Pudding is like, it's a mess of like being petty around people. We cut this out. Wow. Why, no, why? Why would we do that? Why would we cut it out? Yeah. We don't cut anything out in this podcast. No, of course not. <laughs> we just have technical difficulties. Ow. So, okay. Are oh, yeah. we done with the kangaroo? Uh, that's the last I kangaroo thought, I question. Think that, I think that, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let, let's hope so. That is the last okay. kangaroo I question. I thought it would be. And that's it good. Is. Okay, good. Now we're on to the real stuff. All right. The so real nitty gritty. From my friend Bobby. Bobby just made a podcast. It's called A Whole Lot of Kerfuffle. I think he interviews people. How do you in spell it. that? K E R F U F F L E. You want to spell it again? If, if you want to. Yeah, because I think that was a bad one. I mean, I don't. It just wasn't. You didn't. I, you would have failed the spelling bee. Anyway. <laughs> How would I spell the How would I have I failed the spelling bee? Because you laughed in the middle of it. But you can laugh in the middle of words. Are you sure? I was in the spelling bee. Did you laugh in the middle of words? Yeah, one time. And? But I spelled it wrong. See? No, but I spelled the word wrong. Are you sure? It was it was circuitous. Okay. Which is like Why did you laugh in the middle of w- spelling this word? So it's supposed to be spelled circuit and then like U O U S. Okay. I started spelling it. I went like <laughs> I went S I R Q U T I U O U S because I could see my mom in the back and she was going. <sighs> and so you just started laughing? Yeah, because I'm an idiot. Well, I was an idiot as a child. I was like a 10-year-old. 11. I was 11. Excellent. I remember this now because we make our children spell things. What was the question? What was Bobby's question? Yeah. Bobby, should have Adam Sandler been nominated for an Oscar for Uncut Gems? Wow, interesting. Have you seen that movie yet? Nope. It's a good movie. Uh, It looks good. It's very, very good. I've heard it's like super like action-packed like it doesn't stop it doesn't it's super anxiety inducing too Hmm. because like things just keep happening and you're like why why do things here's what i've noticed about me with movies yeah like it was a it's it's a cool kind of personality it's something i learned about myself recently is i don't like those movies where things continuously go wrong right like even if it's just for comedy right like i like christmas vacation but i also don't like it you know, like I don't like watching. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Because, because like he, he does everything right, but it just keeps going wrong. Yeah, but there's a, but there's also like, for me, it's so hard to watch someone do something incorrectly. Yeah. And being like, there's an obvious way you can mend this situation. Yeah. And the fact that you're ignoring it bothers me as a viewer. Yeah. So I've realized I don't. I. It's like I, That's why I don't enjoy those movies. It's like um. Like, you get kind of, like, that weird embarrassed feeling during it. Like, you kind of, like, shudder. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's also just, like, frustrating. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I I have that when, like, it's not when people are doing something wrong. It's, like, when people are, like, doing something wrong socially. Yeah. Like, there are still parts of the office that aren't even, like, that cringy, but I can't, like, I can't do it. Like, um, I mean, I can't do Scott's Tots. I uh, see that stuff doesn't bother me. That's like, what the, bothers the me. The office is never like too awkward for me. Like I enjoy that awkward feeling. Yeah. When it's like almost intentionally or like in a comedic way making a situation awkward. Yeah. For me, it's like 
if there's relational tension, and there's like an obvious way to alleviate at least some of it. Like if they're just not saying something. Yeah, or, or doing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when I'm like, I need to back. I need to take myself out of this movie for a moment. Have you seen Crazy Rich Asians? Collect myself. I have not. There's a part in Crazy Rich Asians because it's a rom com, and so obviously towards the like the the climax, something happens and the two have to like separate for a second, and like that thing is very easy to resolve, on both standpoints mm-hmm. but like i understand like later on because it's like like it's a character building process for the main character like the main girl and like it, you know makes sense but yeah. like when it happens the guy could have just gone up to her and be like hey i'm sorry that that was like crazy that wasn't me at all um my mom said she's gonna apologize stuff like that i don't want to spoil it because i love that movie Okay. I refuse to spoil movies that are great. I I've so I think a perfect example of this is have you seen the TV show Living with Yourself? That's the it's that's ne- the Paul Rudd mo- show, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Netflix original. I think I've seen like the first two episodes. Man, it is really good. Is it really? Oh, one of the best. <coughs> excuse me, one of the best shows I've watched. I'm into those one season shows. It's probably gonna be another season, God, which is I disappointing. It. It's also disappointing that they made uh, what was it a. Fifth or a sixth season. The most recent season of Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Like, I think it was season four. It would have been a perfect ending. They were all like, they were basically lining it up to end it. And then they're like, nope, here comes season five. I was like, stop, guys. I've only watched stop. like the first season of Peaky Blinders. End it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like the it first season. Uh, the, the only thing, like, the thing I like more about British shows is that they have like a sense of finality. Like, uh, like, have you heard of Fleabag? No. It's on Amazon Prime. It's only two seasons. And, like, it just ends. And it's good. And I like that. Because I can't stand, like, um, like, that's, Friends bothers me that way. Because Friends just is, like, it's a never-ending cycle of, like, continuing on. Yeah. But what were you saying about the Paul Rudd show? I was just saying it's really good. And there's a lot of that moment of, like, you can... There, there is a way to yeah. go towards mending this relationship. You can fix it. Well, yeah, it's not hard. It's not well. It would be hard. I mean, well, like it's emotionally hard, but it's not hard to like just go out and be like, like this is the thing you do. It's not hard to think about. Right. Yeah. So you yeah, I guess the steps aren't hard to figure out. It's just, but the execution is what's difficult. It's the will to do it. Yes. And that's why they don't do it in the movies. Exactly. And <sighs> that for me is difficult to watch and not enjoyable. But I will say Although I loved that show. That was a really good show. Uncut gems. So like it is anxiety inducing and he does do a lot of things like wrong, but like he does have a redemption arc throughout the mo- throughout the movie. And it's not like the anxiety inducing things are like like what what it would induce anxiety with you and like social stuff. Mm-hmm. It's more like like things just keep happening and he's like getting on top of it and also Kevin Garnett is there. Yeah. And he's like really, really good. Yeah, I've heard he's good. It's like weird how good he is. Like for a second, because like I'm not a big basketball guy. I know my like main guys. You like, like the little guys better. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I mean like I know the main guys like who've played basketball in like the two thousands, but it's like mm-hmm. I I knew who Kevin Garnett was and I knew what he looked like, but like watching that movie, I thought that was an actor. Yeah. And then like, I realized that that was actually Kevin Garnett. Right. And also they had to write the movie around the Celtics 76ers championship games. Really? Which is insane. So I mean like, if you know that from like 2012, then like, it ruins the part of the movie for you, but like, it's still really cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but, to answer Bobby's question. Well, I was, can I ask one more thing? Yes, you can ask you one more You've seen thing. Jerry Maguire before? Yes. That's a really good one. I like Jerry Maguire. That's a good one. I Show <sighs> me the money. I feel terrible about Jerry Maguire because I I prefer the storyline between him and Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Than I do between him and Renee Zellweger. Oh, I'm with you. I understand that like the whole him finding that woman is like a big part of his like like being a better person. Right, it's imperative to the storyline. Yeah, but like, <sighs> man... He's a, he's he's a good player. He's yeah. a good guy. He's just yeah. he's he's got his head on straight. He's a family man. Yeah. He's, just, uh, he's doing it for the right reasons. He loves his mama. 
Yeah. He's a <sighs> And then he made snow dogs. Was that shortly after? That was like right after. What? Because like Jerry Maguire came out in 96, I think. Yeah, it did. And then like, Cuba was in a couple things after that. I remember it because I was in the process of being born. <laughs> so As a fetus, you remember everything. Yes. Uh, like he made like a couple things after that, but they weren't like super high profile. <laughs> but like his next big high profile thing was um, Snow Dogs. And then he made another really bad movie. And then he wasn't seen in anything else, really, until... Like, he was an American gangster with Denzel and Russell Crowe. Oh, okay, Crow. yeah, yeah. But he wasn't really seen in anything until Daddy Day Camp in, like, 2010. Wow. That was the sequel to Daddy Day Camp, right? Yeah, and he he plays wow. Eddie Murphy's character. That's a, that's, a, that's a tall order. Yeah, and then... Not that that was, like, a groundbreaking I mean, I performance, but... No, it's a terrible performance. But it's Eddie Murphy. And then he goes. I think the next thing he does is he's OJ in the people versus OJ. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And then like and he then has like he's back. And he hasn't done anything since. That's right. Hey, go out on a high note. I mean, yeah. Pick your battles. He's uh, he did. It, he was really good as OJ, and that was about it. Yeah. But to answer Bobby's question, that <laughs> we basically avoided this entire it's okay. time. It's it's what it's all about. Uh, I think the best actor category right now is it's Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Which is, that's a really good movie, but that's also like, I don't think you would like that movie. What's that supposed to mean, Luke? Um, Seriously, what, is that, what do you mean? It's like really introspective about a, a director's life, and you have to kind of know stuff about the director. And it's also got a lot is of- Is it a true um, story? It's autofiction. Okay. So like, it's about his life, but it's like written about a different guy. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think most people would like that movie. Like, if you if you really like- Pedro Almodovar films, then sure. If you really like uh, introspective Spanish dramas about the life of an aging man, mm-hmm. then sure. Okay. But like, if you like Antonio Banderas, just because he's got a nice voice and he's Puss in Boots and Shrek, mm-hmm. I don't think you'll like that movie. Fair enough. Um, and then, uh, who are the other people nominated? Uh, Joaquin, right? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Yep. He's really good in Joker, but Joker's yeah. like, Joker is a is like a good movie. Like it's not great. Yeah. It's not terrible. It's just good. I agree. I I enjoyed the entire movie, but like, would you watch it again? I yeah, mean, I'm sure you would because you watch a lot of stuff. But but it's not like one of those movies that like, like there are movies that came out this year that I'm like I need to watch that again. Like I want to yeah. watch Parasite again. I want to watch Little Little Women and I want to watch The Farewell again. Yeah. But I don't want to watch Joker again for a while. Like, I may go revisit it later. It's not a movie that you're going to periodically come back to. I watch the dancing on the stairs scene a lot, though. Mm-hmm. I've, I think it's funny. Um, I've also watched the scene on the show that he's on a lot. Yeah. It's all over Instagram. And it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, wow, that happened. But, I mean, he's really, jo- Joaquin's really good. Yeah, he's, he's really always good. good. Um, and then, oh, my goodness, who else is nominated? Adam Driver for Marriage Story is nominated. He's really, really good. It's very like subtle. It's also very sad. Yeah, that's why I didn't really want to watch it. I was like, I don't think I want to be sad. It's the the ending's not sad though, so right. you don't leave on a sad note. I, I figured, but like the but that's like a, <sighs> you're still going like an hour and a half. It makes sadness. it makes you more frustrated than sad. See, I will say that. Okay, again, I think it's one of those movie like ex- viewing experiences that I would, right. that would put me on edge. And it's like. Like you're not mad at you're mad at the the two divorce couple like the divorcing couple, but you're more mad at their lawyers honestly. Deckum lawyers. Uh, but Laura Dern is one of the lawyers in that movie, and she's so great. Um, and then Jonathan Price is also nominated, and he's nominated for playing the Pope, like the current Pope. Mm-hmm. He's he's okay. Like he's good. It's not a bad performance. The movie is basically a play because uh, there's only like three areas that they ever go to, mm-hmm. and then there's flashbacks, and that's about it. But like, nothing really happens in the movie. And then who is the other one? There's another person that's nominated, and it's bothering me that I don't know. And because I don't know, I feel like they should be taken out. Um, hold on. Jojo Rabbit. No, it's not Taika or Roman Griffin Davis. Who is the other person? It's. Is it Leo? I think it might be Leo from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
Yeah. I think that's it. Yep. Best actor 2020. Well, what do you think about Uncut Gems? Oh, I love Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler. Should he have been nominated? Adam Sandler has been good in five movies. And those aren't just like his drama movies either. Because like he's yeah. great in Happy Gilmore. And I've only seen that like once. Um, He's great in Punch Drunk Love. Rain Over Me. And Rain Over Me. Rain Over Me is like an okay movie, but he is good in it. Yeah, he's really good. Um, And then he's also, he's really good in, um, it's one of his Netflix movies. Uh, Murder Ridiculous Mystery. Ridiculous Six. No, that movie's awful. I love it. He's really good at Murder Mystery. Like I think that he's actually pretty decent there. Like okay. I, that's only recency bias because I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And I saw it like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Wow, this is actually like decent." So should he but have been nominated for, <sighs> for this movie? This is really difficult. Um, it's just yes or no. Yeah, I think he should have. Yeah. I think Jonathan Price shouldn't be nominated. Yeah, get out of here, Jonathan. Because uh, he's okay, but like Adam Sandler, freaking like the entire movie, I didn't think that that was Adam Sandler. Right. I thought that that was Howard Ratner. Plus, I'm more of a Fisher-Price guy. What? A no. Jonathan Price, Fisher-Price. <laughs> Do you want to just go on to the next question? Yeah, let's go to the next question. Sorry, I like, like, I just had to get that out. No, I, thanks for thanks for letting that out. Um, Thank you. I thanked you. Oh. So. I thank you. Well, you're welcome. Okay. So the next one is from Caleb. Ah, excellent. Caleb Haywood, a.k.a. Prodigy the, the, the Kid. Prodigy the Kid. The Kid. PTK. That is his name. He is asking. Also, it, you should go listen to his music. It's on Spotify. We're sponsoring him. Um, He said, what kind of cheese is satisfying enough to just lay on your face? Mm. My immediate response to this is cheese whiz. Why do you say that? Because of the moisture content? Yeah, it's way more moist than most cheeses you get. Because mm-hmm. if you get sliced cheese, you know, it's cold. It's yeah. not moist. Right. Maybe cream cheese. Okay. Yeah, because that could exfoliate your yeah. skin. Yeah, a little bit better. Like you get facials with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cream cheese, cheese whiz. Can't think of any other cheeses that are like that. Mm-hmm. I So I immediately thought of slices. Yeah. Um. And for some reason, Havarti came to mind. <laughs> Why Havarti? Well, I like Havarti for one. Yeah. Um, here's the thing: you don't want an odor. Uh, you don't want a strong odor. Yeah, you don't want like Limburg. Yeah. You sure don't want Pepper Jack. Well, I don't know. The pepperiness could be nice. Yeah, but what if you have a cut on your face? Well, then don't you can use some other cheese, but yeah. we're assuming there are no cuts. Okay. Yeah. No abrasions. Let's assume that. First off, right. Um, but then, here's what I landed on in this moment. Yes, Swiss cheese. Because I think it would be satisfying to find like a hole for your nose to go through, or your eyes. Yeah, like if you had a perfectly holy cut of cheese, Swiss cheese. Right. I think that would be quite enjoyable. You could put it over your eyes, and then you could see, and like you know how like women walk around the house, some men with the moisturizing masks. Sure. Sure. Cheese mask. Yeah. Just have it kind of conform to your face a bit. You could use the whiz as adhesive. Oh. So, okay, maybe it's a combo deal. Yeah. Whichever. So, we need the more liquefied cheese whiz or cream cheese, more right. spreadable. Right. And based on whichever, which of those would work more as adhesive, which I think cream cheese might. I feel like it would too. Because cheese whiz might be a little too runny. It keeps bagels together. It does. Yeah, so cream cheese, cream cheese. So cream cheese with Havarti. Right. So I don't know if this is legal. He didn't really specify the regulations of this question, but right. Uh, I think is that our official podcast answer? I think I think Swiss cheese with cream cheese under it. Yeah. No wait. What what about this? Cottage cheese. A little pot cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Do you think the kind of curdliness of it would, would be yeah. an annoyance underneath uh, a slice of cheese. That would probably be like a harder scrub, you know? Yeah, de- like deep. Yeah, like if you're trying to get into your pores, you <laughs> use cottage cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's like when there's charcoal in your face rub, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not thinking of, like, I just thought about, like, really spontaneously. It's like, we're on, like, Oprah, if she's still at a show. Yeah. And she's like, these two 
podcasters have come up with the next facial craze. This totally sounds like Oprah. And then we go, we go something like, it's called cheese on your face. And like, dude, we get like a million dollars. Yeah. And then Man. Big Lots will sponsor us. We wouldn't need them at that point. We don't need them. They'd be begging for us. They need us. Yes. <laughs> this entire podcast was just made so that we can get free Big Lots food. And we didn't even know it. No, we didn't even start it for that reason. So, uh, PTK, I hope that answers your question. Go listen to his new music. And uh, Caleb, try it out, if you would, and let yeah. us know how that works. Yeah, if anybody's listening, please try it out. Yeah. I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't. Right, yeah. and I don't like having cheese on my face. So yeah. that's, a, that's a personal preference. Yeah, so uh, big aversion to that. You asked a question on here. I did? Yeah, you did. Are you sure that was me? Yeah, it says Luke Lyons music. Uh, I mean, yeah, that is, yeah. Are you just right. asking me a question? Uh, No. You're asking you the same question? Yes. Yes, I would like to know as well <laughs> from myself. So you said... It's what personal are, exploration. What are your bedtime morning rituals? Slash morning rituals. Yeah, so bedtime being the night... Before you go to bed. And then morning is when you get up, when normally. You, when you wake up, yes. Normally. Now, we recognize some listeners might have that swip-swapped. And we also recognize some listeners who get up at noon or later. Yes. And you people are lazy. Well, we don't want to call anyone out. There could be uh, a situational reason. If you have a situational reason, you're fine. If you don't, you're lazy. Well, okay. I'm gonna, uh, I'll, That's I'll, not the official... Listen. But okay. It... The morning was given to us so that we could get things done, and then the afternoon was so that we complain about how much time we don't have left. Great. Exactly. And then Jeopardy here is too late, so it's, it's all thrown thrown out, but whatever. Would you like to go first? Yes. Let's both break down, first off, our bedtime routines. Okay. And then we'll both break down our morning routines. Uh, So usually, I don't really do much before bed. Bed's the only one I don't do much before. I kind of, like, okay. I'll take a dookie. Well, um, I'm regretting asking this question. I do like to drink at least, like, two glasses of water before I go to bed. Because I do not like waking up and being, like, super thirsty. Yeah. But I also like the feeling of night water. And, well, plus, if you yeah, get the incentive to get up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that. That's smart. And it makes me have to pee. So Well, like, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wake up, you're like, oh, I got to pee. Let's get up. Yeah, and then I'm up and I'm like, well, yeah. time to take a shower. Yeah, I you're guess. not going back to bed at that point. <sighs> that bed is now dead to me. Heaven forbid. Until I'm tired. It's Heaven cold. forbid. Ho <laughs> 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 Um There's something else I do. I can't even remember. Oh, I lock all the doors. Yeah. Well, but okay, yeah. I mean, that's about it. Yeah. I've never really, really done much before bed. Hmm. So Thanksgiving week, I kind of came up with a routine because I was bored and a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> And uh, so my routine now, but loose routine, yeah. typically I start my routine about 30 minutes before bed. So you're looking at either 9.30, 10, or 10.30 that this routine starts. Right. Um, well, okay, let me back up. In the wintertime, an hour before, excuse me, I will go turn my heater on in my room so that my room is very cold because it's like three exterior walls and the walls are thin. And so I turn my heater on to warm up the room and my bed, and I uh, I don't make my bed. I don't like a made bed, but I pull the sheets up towards the pillow, but I don't like tuck anything in. Yeah. I turn my essential oils diffuser on to create a little uh, atmosphere. What oil do you use? Right now, I just have tea tree and cinnamon. Okay. That's the only two I've ever had. Those aren't like calming ones, but they're like peaceful ones. Yeah, I, I enjoy them. Yeah. Um, and so I just kind of turn those on just to get a little nice, pleasant scent going in the room. Uh, so I leave that and I go back to doing whatever I'm doing. Probably like watching football or basketball or something. Or, or reading, perhaps. Ooh. And then 30 minutes before, I start brushing my teeth. And so I brush my teeth. I floss. I do my mouthwash. Then usually I'll use the restroom. And then I'll go... And kind of do a little quiet time, prayer time before bed. Yeah. Then I get in my bed. And I turn my diffuser off, but I leave my heater on. So. Hmm. And that's my routine. I never... I I forgot. I do pray before bed. I pray in my head right as I'm falling asleep. 
Because mm. I find that to be peaceful. Yeah, that is peaceful. It's like a like I'm ending with God. Recently, this past week, I've been listening to a podcast as I fall asleep. It's called Sail On. And it breaks down Beach Boys <laughs> songs. Uh, and so I've found that to be quite enjoyable as well. It gets so me in a nice headspace. I usually for sleeping. I usually fall asleep after Hope. Um she does this thing when she's falling asleep where um it's like like the hit between regular sleep and REM sleep and she like like all of her limbs like flail. Hmm. And they like extend and come back. And a lot of times she kicks me. So uh, I had to fall asleep after that. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a rude awakening if it isn't. Speaking of awakening, oh, what's your morning routine? <sighs> so Hope usually gets up before me, but like she's the one that like makes sure I wake up, and then like obviously you know go to the bathroom and everything. She makes sure you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yes, Hope you is you <laughs> can't do that on <laughs> your own. I got a catheter. Okay. Nope. Um, All right. Uh. <laughs> I had a mouth noise there. Just keep going with your uh, routine. So my morning routine, <laughs> I get up and I go to the bathroom. And then I have an alarm set for when I need to be ready for the day. It's at 8.50. is like the minimum that I need to be ready for the day. And um, I usually like, I get up about like 7.30, maybe 7. I'm awake at like 6. Um, And I will like, I'll get up, go to the bathroom. Take a shower, and then while I'm in the shower, I either listen to like a podcast or something. Um, and then after that, I will. What do I do after that? I think I like make sure that my beard doesn't look ugly. And then I have to. Then I clean. Then I wash the dishes. I wash the dishes after I get out of the shower and get dressed. Um, I didn't do that today because I'm a terrible husband. Um, and then I think after that, like I plan my day around. Like, see what I have to do. Um, I check Lyft to see if there's any scheduled drives. And get all that, like, are, like, feasible. Because there's some that are just like, hey, we want to drive you. Do you want We want you to drive us to Lexington. And I'm like, um, no, not today. Maybe not later. Today. Um, and then. Today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Um. And then, like, I'll read, like, a different part of the Bible mostly every day. Like, uh, today I read, oh, what did I read today? This is terrible that I don't even remember. Most people don't. I read, like, Haggai. Hmm. Yeah, it was just, like, it was on my calendar, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to read that. going to do it. Yeah. Cool. And then, like, my day started by that point. Yeah. You're rearing. Oh, yeah. I'm already going that day. My routine, um... I try to wake up at 6. It's been getting more and more difficult. It's diff- more difficult in the winter because it's, like, cold. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to, like, you just don't want to leave the warmth. Yeah. But in the summer, it's like, boom, we're going. Right. And so, um, usually in the summer, what I'll do is I'll go out on my balcony with my journal and my Bible. Yeah. And that's how I start my day. You could do that It's, today. like, nice and dark. And, yeah, it wouldn't be cold at all. It was only, like, 18 degrees when I woke up this morning. It's 22 right now. Yeah. And snowy. Um, <laughs> typically, though, I have three things that I do every morning, mm-hmm. but not usually in the same order. So, read my Bible, journal, pray, mm-hmm. work out, mm-hmm. uh, just in my bedroom, like body weight stuff, pull-ups, push-ups, stretches. Squats. Not usually stretches. Usually on an really? off day. On an off day, I might stretch. I usually I try and stretch before I leave the house every day. Yeah, I'm not. That's not me. And then lastly is uh, shower. Brushing my teeth. Uh, usually, I'll I'll make and consume my smoothie. Okay, um, you do have a smoothie. I have like morning. a I have like a smoothie that I drink pretty much every morning. Is it? I I don't know if I've asked you. Is it like pre-made or do you make it yourself? So here's what it, it's really simple. So I pretty much just make it every morning. Yeah. But what I have to do is just make sure I have at least one frozen banana on hand, okay. like pre-cut into slices, because yeah. I've learned if you f- just freeze a banana, it is impossible to peel. Yes. Just it, about. It is the worst. And then you're sitting there with a frozen object in your hand for about 15 minutes, and by then, you've lost all your feeling in that hand. And that's just not how you want to start your morning. You should have put it down. So uh, I make my smoothie. It's a one frozen banana, two tablespoons of peanut butter, Two scoops of hemp protein powder, mm. uh, s- 
great high in fiber, one of the most easily digestible proteins there are. Yeah. Uh, and usually like a half teaspoon of cocoa powder just for flavor and about but a cup of almond milk. You can use water. Almond milk has a better texture and flavor. I've learned that I like oat milk more than almond milk. Oat milk is the best, but <sighs> the good stuff is expensive. And so that's True. what I eat pretty much every morning is my breakfast. If I don't have time, I grab a handful of cashews and a banana. I've thought about making smoothies every morning, but I can't find if we have a blender at our house. That is uh, fairly imperative yeah. to the smoothie making process. We have one of those like emulsion things, you know. That's like, yeah, those work. Yeah, I think they I think they work, but it scares me. Don't be scared. It, it's terrifying, honestly. Oh. <laughs> no, buddy. So I try to usually I leave the house at about eight twenty, eight thirty. So yeah, I uh, I also just you know sometimes I just kind of goof off if I have time. I'll get on the YouTube's or I'll uh, play some music or something. I like having just sort of some space in the morning. I'm a morning guy. A morning guy. Yeah. All right. What's the next question? We got some questions from the post I just posted. Okay. Yeah. We because got, we got about three minutes left. Three minutes. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got two good ones. Okay. We okay. can do it. We can do it. So. Um, this one will apply to both of us. Excellent. Very well. It's also from Bobby. Hey, Bob. Samuel L. Jackson, is he a system actor the same way as Tom Brady is a system quarterback? Whoa. Now this is just yeah. coming in controversial from yeah. all sides. Yeah. I know Bobby, I know how, Bo- I know how Bobby feels about this. Bobby feels okay. that Tom Brady is only as good as he is because of Belichick. Okay. Which like. It makes sense. Yeah, and it, it to some degree is true. Yeah, and we won't know until next season, because he was he was he did he did uh, end his contract. But he did at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but so. like he didn't renew it. Right, but he might just be going after the money. I don't know. We'll I saw see. something. I saw something that he might be going to the Raiders. Yeah, I mean we'll see. It's not yeah. it's not unthinkable. Yeah, but but if if next season he's on a different team. So um, let's start with Samuel L. Jackson. How about that? I really do think that um, so we have I think we have more data for Samuel Jackson okay. than we do Tom Brady because Tom Brady's sure. really only been on the on the he's just been in one system yeah, he's only been in the Patriots he wasn't that great in college so but like every he's fine well like Samuel Jackson when he's in like a Tarantino movie he's fantastic he's like one of the best parts of the movie yeah when he's in like like when he's directed by somebody who's really good he's fantastic and he always knows what he needs to do he always like spices it up and I've heard stories about mm-hmm. how he's like. You know, like he's like acting so that somebody else can like play off him really easily. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, if you've seen movies where the director's not that great, or the editor's not that great, then like Samuel Jackson may be doing a good job, but it's not coming off. Yeah. And so like he may be the best part of the movie, but like he's still not that great in the movie. So here's my sort of argument for this. Well, not even argument, but it's something important to consider because obviously, if you're in a good system. Right. You're gonna be better than if you're in a bad system. Yeah. Can we find an example of someone who has like done really well in a bad situation, either in acting or sports, since those are the two subjects at hand? Um, there is a player, and the fact that his name is escaping me, uh, it bothers me. But he is in the Premier League, the English Premier League, and he played for Wolverhampton, which is one. Of, they're not the bad team, but they're like. Well known for not having very good coaching staff, mm-hmm. um, he was like in the top ten players for like three years, and then he got traded like Arsenal, which is like one of the best teams in the right. league. But like he was always doing really good with terrible coaching and terrible just like everything else. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else wasn't that great. Like they were average players at best. Yeah, but like he was like excelling. Like he's the one who like if it was like one to three, you could expect that it would be like he's the one that scored that one goal. Right. He's just great. That's just how it is. I mean, also same thing with like basically the entire Olympic soccer team for the men. Here's here's an example. Maybe okay, not so much like an example of that, but Kawhi Leonard, uh, San Antonio Spurs, one of the best organizations of all time in all of sports. Right. Um, as far as just consistency goes, with Greg Popovich, he does phenomenal there. But he's kind of the second man to Tim Duncan, or Marcus Aldridge, yeah. and some of these guys. Then leaves, goes to the Raptors. A first-year head coach and wins an NBA title. Granted, the Warriors were not at full strength. Right. But still. Because Durant was down, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yep, and Thompson was hurt those last few games as well. Yeah. But, and now he's obviously still doing well in the Clippers, which is a... They're so-so. They're in a good spot as far as roster goes. Right. But Toronto overachieved last year. 
in my opinion. Like, they're always a good regular season team, but they've not done anything in the playoffs ever. They were circumstantially good. Mm -hmm. And they took advantage of their circumstances. Yeah. But so I think Kawhi, that's why I put him like, I think he's... I think he's better than Durant just because Durant's been out for so long. Right. Like he's probably number two to LeBron right now, in right. my humble opinion, which means nothing. I mean... But, I mean, the dude, the dude just wins wherever he goes. Yeah. And that cannot be understated. And it's crazy how good he is. Yeah. I, I've seen him play a couple times. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Basketball is not my strong suit. Sure. But, like, he's crazy. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's not a lot of crazy players right now. There's, like, really, really good ones who mm-hmm. always, like, they, like, put up the points and they do great. Yeah. But they're all team players. And you got, like, there's, like, a couple that are just, like, those guys. Yeah. They're great. It's like Kawhi on Tedekumpo. <sighs> you know, I really like Joel Embiid. I don't. Really? Nah, it just bothers me. We had this conversation? Probably. Maybe. Briefly. Do you want to answer the other question? Let's do one oh, more. Did we, did we agree that Samuel Jackson is a system actor? Uh, I mean, it's hard for me I don't really like Samuel Jackson in general. Really? Yeah, I've never really been a, 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 a Sam fan. I like him but in his uh, quieter parts more than I do in his Tarantino that's movies. That's the thing. When is he ever quiet? Uh, he's quiet in a lot of movies. Well, not the ones I've seen. Um, great in Capital One commercials. <laughs> Love him in that. <laughs> Thrives. So Those are the best commercials. I'd w- I would hopefully never label someone systemic Yeah. as a career person. Even Tom like, Brady? Yeah, I mean, like, if he went somewhere else, he would still be really good. Now, at this point, yeah. he's, like, 40-something years old, so he's not going to be great. It was like when Brett Favre went to the Jets. Sure. Yeah. Um, But he's going to have moments where, like, that Brett Favre had when he was on the Vikings, where it was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. they won that playoff game, and they probably shouldn't have, but he just played he, the way he's he... He's just Brett Favre. Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, Tom is better because he's in the Patriots organization, but... If he was in his prime in any other organization, they would be winning football games. I feel like if he moved to another good organization team, he'd still do good. Think about this. Last year, name his top receiver. You said this to me. Like Edelman? I mean, Edelman's really good. It was probably Edelman. But, like, who else after that? You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't had weapons, and he still won. So, I I mean, still, like, you don't have to have weapons in a good system. But uh, if you, you need a good quarterback... For the system to work. It's also all based around him and the Patriots. So, like, yep. really, we don't have a data set for him. We don't. But I think he is, I think he's still a really good quarterback. So, would you like to hear the other question? Let's do this one more. Yeah. It's from my brother. Yeah. It's Which from one? Grant. Okay. The older brother. The older brother, yeah. He said, is a hot dog a sandwich? We got two controversial questions here. Man. This is how we're ending this show? This is how we're ending this show. Okay. This is controversial. So I'm afraid to say anything. I, I wanna I wanna go like first and like define exactly what a sandwich is and why this is controversial. Go for it. So like a sandwich is defined by the very first sandwich that was <laughs> prepared in like 1780 for the Earl of, of sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, and it was ham, cheese. And uh, it was some, like, fruit. It wasn't a tomato because they thought tomatoes were poisonous back then. In between two slices of bread. And so if you go back, like, from then and define that as a sandwich, it's two slices of bread mm-hmm. with in, with things in between it. Sure. That's why we always refer to things as, like, like if you have two people standing between you, it's a Luke sandwich or something like that. Right. That's just how it is. And so that would mean that, like, anything that's two slices of bread is a sandwich. So is a bun two slices of bread, or is it one? No, but here's also the thing. Right. Then Jimmy John's is not a sandwich shop. Oh, yeah, because, like, like then that would make, like, subs and heroes, not sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. But then that, that would also, like, y- then you open up, like, the large subcategory. Yeah. Of, like, it's technically not a sandwich. It's a sub. Right. But then also, oh, that makes it so difficult because, like, Jersey Mike's, and Lenny's subs, their bread's separated. Sure. Oh, I think it's a type of sandwich, a distant cousin. It's but it's such a broadly elaborated on food item now right. that it is its own category. It's like how all all in or all bugs are insects, but not all insects are bugs. 
all rectangle or all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. All turtles are tortoises, or is it the other way around? All tortoises are turtles. All tortoises are turtles, but, but not all turtles are tortoises. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's like that's <sighs> the mystery of life. But I will say, uh, euros, burritos, and anything that's in a wrap that's not a sandwich that's different. Right. Because because if you go back to the etymology, not the etymology, like the the origin, like and you say like Mexico, that's a Mexican sandwich. No, it's not. Mexico has tortas. Right. Those are sandwiches. Sandwiches. Burritos are different. It's a different food delivery mechanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the consensus is a hot dog is like a sandwich's cousin. Yeah. A type of sandwich, but not. A sandwich. Yeah, not a sandwich sandwich. You're not wrong if you say it's a sandwich, but you're also not correct. Right. You're not 100% correct. You're like 50%. Yeah. Missing part of the story. Yeah. It's a food delivery system with bread, meat, and then if you're wrong, you put like ketchup on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll fight people. Okay. So well, are we done? That's all the time we have for today. Any questions we did not get that are from the uh, the thing I posted today? We'll answer them. We yeah. can answer them like next week. Yeah, maybe sometime. Maybe later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, because we only have one extra. We have two extras right now, but I refuse to answer one of them. And you won't know why, listener. Join us next week as we break down our conference that we're going to this week. <laughs> probably not gonna live podcast. Probably not going to do that. <laughs> oh well. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Happy Milk Day. Enjoy your week. Adios. Thank you.